Hey guys, it's David. Welcome to Sadness Town. This is the fifth episode of the Sadness Town podcast recorded Saturday, July 30th at the Bathtub Republic in Washington, D.C. My guest on this one is Jamel Johnson, uh, who's a a great local comic and uh, uh, one part of the musical comedy experience known as Romaine and Lettuce and also just a good friend of mine and a delightful man. Uh, he has a quality to him when you're talking to him where he gets up ahead of steam and just amazing stuff happens. So this is the only episode that has an end credit sequence so far. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to come through just on the podcast, but I, it was delightful. Uh, and I make a lot of references that no one understands, so that's fun too. Uh, so before I get into it, just a couple things. Gonna be doing, uh, my first out of town, uh, Sadness Town next week, if you're listening to this the day it comes out. That's gonna be Thursday, July, or, uh, sorry, Thursday, October 16th. Uh, I'm gonna be at the Auto Bar in Baltimore, just going an hour up uh up the up 95 uh and my guest on that one is Josh Kaderna uh who's a great Baltimore comic and improviser and he also has his own podcast the digression sessions which is great they just had uh, Matt Walsh on there and that's a great episode so look that up as well um but yeah so that show is uh next Thursday October 16th at eight o'clock doors at 7 30. It's a free show, as always. I hope you can make it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Email me if you want to at davidsadnesstown at gmail.com and any other shit that I'm forgetting. Whatever. Let's get to me and uh, Jamel Johnson. Yeah, that was anticlimactic. Welcome to Sadness Town. Give it up, everybody. My name's David Twighty. I'm your host. As always, I'll open with a ceremonial reading of the Sadness Town Charter. Number one, this is a safe space. We are here to celebrate the fact that although being alive is a cruel and difficult thing, we're all much better at it than we used to be. Number two, you were not cool in high school. You were a tragic, awkward, slow-motion car wreck of a human being, and so was everybody else. Pretensions to the contrary will not be tolerated. Number three. At the end of the show, everybody hugs. No exceptions. All right. So... This town hall meeting is now in session. (laughs) The song I'm opening with is Armageddon by the Alkaline Trio. And uh, were you you guys ever into that band? Did that ever mean anything to you? That's appropriate. For those, for the uninitiated, uh, Alkaline Trio was a a pop-punk trio from uh, Chicago, Illinois, who sang, like, emo songs about murder... And basically looked like if there was an accounting firm in a Tim Burton movie. It's just like a bunch of fucking dorky white guys 
who are all about murder. And uh, this song is particularly special to me because this is, this is Armageddon. Uh, this is off their album, From Here to Eternity, which came out in 2001. Uh, and this was a song that I was in a, I was in a band uh, in high school. I played the drums uh, not very well for a band that... We kept changing our name, but I think this is the first incarnation. So that would have been 52 weeks with weeks spelled like W-E-A-K-S. Like, like the opposite of strong. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that joke was. But that's how many there are in a year. You can look that up. And so we played this song at a battle of the bands for my high school that I think occurred in the Olsen Elementary School Gymnasium in Bloomington, Minnesota. And uh, we, we lost. We played a uh, hardly recognizable cover of this song. And uh, the winners of that, of that battle of the bands were a pretty competent screamo outfit from my high school called The Semester. Um, and after the show, they, I, I was, we were loading up, and I discovered that I was missing a very expensive Z custom, Zildjian Z custom hi-hat symbol, which it later turned out had been stolen by the drummer from the semester, a dude named Derek Smith, who was always coming up with weird emo experiments for his hair. And he went on, he stole my symbol, and then he pawned it. And then... He went on to be the drummer in a couple of other equally terrible screamo bands, like Warp Tour bands. And now, he's actually a hip-hopper. He's one of them rap stars that I've been hearing about. And he goes by, he originally went by the name Modern Sunshine, but then he shortened it to Mod Sun, which is an acronym that stands for Movement on Dreams, Stand Under None. I'm not making any of this up. <laughs> Uh, I've got one of his songs queued up here, actually. So let's just. Put... <laughs> this is a song about how he wants to fuck a girl who gets high a lot. It's called Stoner Girl. You can sort of connect the dots from there. Uh, but here's just a little bit about this fella. Derek Smith. His name is now Dylan Smith because, and I swear this is also true, he didn't like that ick sound in his name. <laughs> Fuck you, mod son. Your name is Derek. Uh, my friend Raghav Mehta is a, he, he uh, wrote for his, uh, he did an interview with this guy for a Minneapolis Alternative Weekly magazine, and I just pulled a couple of quotes from it. Uh, this is the first one. This is a direct quote from Movement on Dreams, Stand Under None, whose real name is Derek. <laughs> quote, I'm the first musician in history with no fans. All right. As a founding member of 52 Weeks, I can tell you that's not true. So it's, it's not like... Oh, wait, wait. Everyone who listens to me is my friend. That's why he's got no fans, get it? It's called a friend base. Still a direct quote. So it's not like when I say Modson is going to be iconic. I'm not saying I'm going to be iconic. Hippie hop, which is what he calls this bullshit, is going to be credited as a lifestyle, as a movement, unquote. Second one. Quote, I've always loved lyrics. There was never a song that was too deep for me to understand. <laughs> you know, some people will listen to a Radiohead song, 
or a Bright Eyes song, or a Bob Dylan song, you know, the triumvirate of songwriting. Uh, and they're like, I don't get it. That has ne there has never been a song I didn't get. There is nothing too deep for me, unquote. Mod son, your name is Derek, and you owe me $285, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's it. I'm just like hoping that he comes across this somehow. Uh, but to talk about this a little bit more with me, please welcome my guest. He's one of the founding members of the musical comedy sensation Romaine and Lettuce. Give it up for Jamel Johnson. How you doing, Jelly Bean? I'm straight. What's good? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm glad you got that shit off your chest before you brought me off. It was on pretty it. real, man. Because I, I was like, okay, this intro's a little long. We're like, well, let him get it out. And like, I feel like we can just then we can have fun. There were points where people were like, uh, like uh, it's ridiculous, and I just hope no one was like, was like you're just jealous because this dude like. The show's called Sex. Tours, but if you don't know what the fuck was, just that, that, is on the Warp Tour circuit and shit, and like I am, but like also fuck that guy. Hey, man. I don't know the nigga. Yeah, but I'm just saying I'm with you. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you. Just That's picture a dude named Derek doing that song. <laughs> <laughs> and we get high, high, high. I, I stayed up all night writing this. <laughs> it's difficult. But yeah, you ever you ever have someone steal something that didn't belong to them? Of course, I got some, I got some shit of mine taken. Certainly. Eighth grade, I lost a pair of uh, white-on-white Ciccones in the locker room. Damn. That was my dumbass fault for not locking up my shit. Oh, come on, man. Don't victim blame yourself. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Motherfuckers are shysty. They knew Twelve-year-olds are shysty. They knew those didn't belong to them. Never saw them again. Was looking out the entire school year. This was football season. Didn't see them again. So they were a smart thief, yeah. at least. Yeah, don't you don't want that. some dude, like... Like, like stealing, like I, I always stealing your shit. Wearing, I, I saw that happen to a kid in my high school. <laughs> dude got his jersey stolen, and then the dude wore it to school like the next week. Blatant man, there's no shame to goddamn God. criminals. I believe it was a Drew Brees. If I wasn't, I might be wrong on the Drew Brees, but that should happen. I'm not sure whether we've recorded any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Could be for the best, B. Hey, second chances. Yeah, I'm gonna write the hell out of that mod sun takedown before I do it again. You're gonna record it in the studio. It's gonna be one less awkward silence. You're gonna go to Fugazi Studios and record the intro. Yeah, that's perfect. Do it in Fugazi Studios. Yeah, I call it Fugazi. Call it Repeater. Yeah. Because that was a. Yeah, you get it. So where where'd you come from? I came from Woodbridge, Virginia. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Arlington like halfway, but I went to high school in Woodbridge, so I'm claiming Woodbridge just because. You, you went to high school there? That's where you grew up? Yeah. It's bottom line. It's where you figured out how your genitals worked. <laughs> That's where you from. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I relate with that. Like, I, yeah. uh, I still like... I mean, I, I lived in Seattle, and I lived here, and I've lived here for Where are you from? a pretty long... I'm from 
fucking Minnesota, man. No, that's right. Where no one says that. <laughs> oh yeah. Here, I can't. I can't even do a Minnesota accent. I'm like bad at being from there. Yeah, I guess I was more foreign than. Uh, mm. It's just Irish every time. It's like, oh, we're gonna go up to the range. We got a cabin up there. Catch ourselves some muskies. Or a northern pike. I've exhausted my knowledge of like what people do in northern Minnesota. We're gonna drink and hate our families. <laughs> but very polite. But you can't go outside very for like six months out of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like really passive very aggressive. Hate your family. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, 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 I don't know if I. I'm just gonna go with Irish for the rest of the day. Like, oh, I don't know if I do that, uh, 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 Mike. It's <laughs> my dad's name. So uh, yeah, so you, you you grew up you grew up in Woodbridge. Yeah, uh, rep repping the WB. We just call it uh, double 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 WB. The Bridgeio. In Bloomington, we called it B Town. Not we people I didn't like called it B Town. <laughs> It's like this doesn't deserve a nickname. I was wearing a Trailblazers jersey at a 9:30 club. It was a Portlandia show, and nobody got what I was doing with the jersey. First off, a Portlandia show, no sports fans. That's okay. crazy. <laughs> Second thing, this dude at the end of the show was like, "Oh hey, boy, you from P Town?" P Town. I was like, I don't think anybody in Portland got, calls like, it P Town. Yeah, yeah, no one says that. P Town, Oregon. Like, <laughs> everyone hates you. Uh, yeah, it's the Rose City. That feels more dignified. Or uh, Stumptown or Bridgetown. Or just fucking Portland. You know what I'm saying? Like, same amount of syllables. Just Who's got the time? Yeah, true shit. To remember the actual names of places. It's so much quicker to come up with some bullshit about it. Uh, so, uh, do, you, do you feel like... Are uh, you ready to get into this? you ready to, to plumb the depths? Yeah. Let's go. Alright, here we go. This is... This is my first song. From, uh, um, do you, from... Did you reorder? You reordered? No, I didn't. It's the same that you sent oh, it to yeah, me. That's everybody, I'm going to get on everybody's good side. These first yeah. Two oh, yeah. You're right gonna, up, you guys right are going to love this. If you don't love this, there's something wrong right with you. Shout out to uh, Forest Park High School. I went to two high schools in Woodbridge. One was mostly black. One was mostly white. You will understand that by the end of all of this. <laughs> this is my shit, so. If you don't hate this yet, wait for the vocals to come. Oh, yeah, it's coming around. Woo! I still get wet off that. I do. This is a joint, man. And I, don't, and I don't gotta explain myself. There's like a whole genre of music where guys like, like singers try to sound like this. I don't think you can. <laughs> gotta make sure I they can hear. I secretly had to ask my friend Shakir, and I was like, "Don't!" I was like, "Look, man, I need some music, because this was a point in my life where I didn't have a fucking, we didn't have broadband." And he gave you Tied this. Up, you know what I'm saying? The song "Honestly" by Cartel. This is off their 2005 album Chroma. It peaked <laughs> at number 140 on the Billboard 200. <laughs> Straight crap. And it was the winner of Yahoo Music's Who's Next competition. <laughs> Straight crack! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I like, 
Usually I'll like listen and like try to pick out lyrics and stuff, but this just, just sounds like even, it's got a tone that you don't want to hear. When yeah. you listen to emo when you're a kid and then you grow up, you're like, I can't listen to it. I can't hear that tone of voice anymore because I'm a grown up with real problems. Yeah, back, <laughs> not made up just sixteen year old problems. That vocal register is like you're an adult man. Like what are you doing? Like that's a when you realize like, that shit after the fact too. It's like what? like like that's what that's a you know in uh, the first Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Movie where he has like a chip that summons bats, it plays this song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like this is a this is a frequency only we enjoy. Just us and uh, fifteen year old kids who are maybe having a rough time with their pubescence. Yeah, my boy Shakira had to make me a mix CD. Uh huh. I told him to put this on it because you know because I I had like fucked up like two hard drives at my house, so I had him do the shit. And then I was like, yo, just keep to yourself, give me the music. And then he ends up like, you know what? I think you just need better rock music. He sent me like some good shit, like some old 70s, yes. And okay. Print shit. Wait, so like, he tried to like wean you off of it. Yeah, he himself. He like, was like, look, dog. Like he said, I got like some, some better. Friends. Yeah, he's he's like, like, I got you some better emo shit you can have. This, right is, this is Purple Rain. This is the methadone to uh, Cartel's heroin. <laughs> Yeah. They're called cartel too. That's perfect. That adds up on every level. I'm just gonna leave right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they won a Yahoo Music competition in front of how many people? I don't. I don't people. know. Like I think I, I like to imagine. Like I have a I have a friend who did like. He was in. Do you remember when there was like an American Eagle like college comic competition? Oh, do you remember no. that being? A thing? <laughs> Hell no. Okay. So he was on like one of the teams that competed in that, and the fi- like the final round of that, they were on a beach in like uh, in Cabo, I think. Comedy on a beach doesn't yeah, make any yeah, sense. It's a First terrible off, idea. Hell no. So I'd like to think, unless you're Sinbad. I'd like to think that my friend, my friend Ross, was just opening for Cartel on that show. Like they were coming up to bring it home, and now Yahoo Music's Who's Next. That review means one person from Yahoo saw their video on MTV and was like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll rock with that. There was an intern who was past a deadline, so they just like played uh, MTV2 roulette. Yeah. Just a shout out to the late ass comics walking in. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit. Right here. Comics have a different sense of time, as we all know. It's comic time see, real, like, and like human regular job people time. Two us- different times. See, usually it's like, uh, like uh, they'll be like, put, when you're like posting a show online, like put the start time like a half hour early because everyone's mm-hmm. going to think like it's doors then and then the show starts a half hour later. It's 9.41. Like the show was... Niggas... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. Robles is just going to enjoy the show from a fire lane. Just people up and upstairs in the kitchen with their ears to the floor. Because <laughs> they got too much pride. This is a night. I mean, the basement is dope, too. The Saw cast. This is if Saw was a podcast. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. That was the credit to Twitty. Yeah. Twitty, yeah. Me, yeah, I, I woke, I woke <laughs> up in a, I woke up in the bathtub before this. Underwater. I don't know how I didn't drown. Did you, did you guys see that movie? With your ankle chained to a radiator yeah. and a mic and a Yeti mic. Yeah. 
So Jamel and I just woke up down here, and there was nothing. Like we were, we were just like in these chairs. All the recording equipment was set up, and then like a little doll on a bicycle showed up. <laughs> if you want to survive this podcast, you have to. This sounds more Liam Neeson than anything. Else. <laughs> you try it though, though. I have to watch your efforts. <laughs> he kind of lost steam in that series. If you if you watch it, <laughs> I haven't seen the last. I haven't seen the. Yeah, 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 one time I got, I was like putting off writing a paper in college and I just stayed up until two in the morning watching every death scene on YouTube. I'm not proud of that, but it was like I had, had to do something to avoid doing work and like, by the end, it's just like, at the beginning it's just like, you've been cheating on your wife. And then by the end it's like, you should be eating more dairy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, see if your calcium deficient bones hold up to this series of bear traps. Like, uh, <laughs> it just got real dumb at the end, is my point. Oh, shit, I thought you were what talking about. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, cartel. Yeah, we were talking about I just had to get off that. You know, I'm gonna lock like a... you in a basement now. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. You took the cartel yeah, yeah. and you made it the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I weird out that shit. Look out, Yankovic. I'm coming for you. You're gonna do ass. cartel covers. <laughs> All right, unnoticed. Todd's son, number one. Weird Al Yankovic, number two. Before this is over, they're gonna regret ever fucking with me. <laughs> So do, do we have anything else that was from this mixtape that, that your friend sent you? Nah. Okay. All clean after that. All right. I mean, because that's just like popular stuff. I'm not going to put Purple Rain on it. You no, know, I wasn't listening to Purple Rain like that. He put me onto it. It wasn't my choice. Oh, you're goddamn right, man. I, I left the Hall of Notes off because, I mean, it's just everybody's going to say they did it. See, like, Hall of Notes, like, the idea of being a kid listening to Hall of Notes is pretty funny. Like, I was out there. I, I was really out there. My I mom's know. work laptop, 10th grade, WinMX, yeah. then I switched to Kazaa. Then I was fucking with the bear share for two minutes. Oh, yeah. I was out there. Bear share? I didn't even know about that one. Yeah. I had, like, uh, Kazaa and LimeWire. Remember? Oh, shit, I forgot about LimeWire. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Took me two weeks to download the Dave Chappelle 30-minute audio. But see, like, just the audio. Yeah, I remember, like, uh, it's like, uh, if you tried to, like, I used to download music videos on Kazaa. But the other thing, like, Kazaa was always, like, that was the, by far the most insidious of all the file sharing services, just in terms of, like, shit that it put on your computer. It's like, yeah, man. it's like, you know, I've ruined so many. I ruined so much of my parents' property, yeah. man. Like, and I know they're not going to listen to this, but I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I, really, I never really apologized for that shit. And I'm sorry, because I was using it to listen to fucking cartel and nonsense. I wasn't using it to, like, you know, learn about the Byzantine Empire or nothing. Yeah, 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 whatever. Like, you were getting books on tape off. Yeah, fuck no, man. Yeah, I, I do, I do this shit now. right. Fuck you, audible.com. But if you want to sponsor this, then go for it. Um, yeah, I, well, yeah, it was just like, it was like a store with, like, a terrible... Like buy one get one free sale at all times. It's like, oh, you wanted to download this Alkaline Trio song? Here's some free German pornography. Why not? <laughs> In a folder, you won't it's find just out like, about like, for two you just, yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be there. Yeah, it's just like. 
you just, unbeknownst to you, you just have a folder on your, uh, on your, uh, desktop just called Octoom, and just one day your mom is gonna accidentally open that, and it's just gonna be a guy shouting in German with a riding crop. I mean, it never No one else used Kazaa, huh? I mean, yeah. Yeah. That never happened to me, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I know, like, I got, I know I got hella viruses from that. Yeah, but it was like, you would just get weird stuff. shit piggybacking on everything that came from there. Oh, man, I, and then they were, the best thing I got, because uh, I don't know, probably some, like, porn JPEGs. Yeah. Topless JPEGs. Oh, yeah. Top of the charts, man. Uh, some score. Yeah, you some have one on. load halfway, and then you click it, and it's just like, it's enough that you see nipples, so it's just like, I am not going to go I'm through fine, that experience. You know, I'll be fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we've discussed cartel enough. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're going to get into Went back, double-checked. We're going we're gonna, to uh, go to the next one, which is uh, same ballpark, but like yeah. somehow much more tolerable. I, I mean, come on, you know, because it's just... It, I just went emo to emo just to let you fools know I wasn't playing. This one takes a little bit to kick in. Take a moment. I know somebody here. Yes. <laughs> he is feeling every word of this so much. Uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the dude on the song. Where are they? <laughs> the people in the ceiling who are listening to your thoughts. This song is called Jaws Theme Swimming. It's by the band Brand New. It's off their 2003 record, Deja on Tondu. I don't know what the fuck that means. You're never gonna know. <laughs> it placed at number 63 on the Billboard Top 100. And, like, I don't... Honestly, like, I listen to this, and it's like, it's not for me, but I don't hate it. It's like, like, you're doing what you're doing. Just stay on your side of the street, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, make it racist. It's yeah. not like, it's not... <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's my problem with brand new. They sound too black for me. <laughs> too black sounding. That's an American <laughs> psycho quote. Uh, yeah, he... So, I don't know, I, uh... This band is twee as fuck. Like... They if I was any drunker, I would have requested that you play, let the whole song play while we just talk over. But I well, we can keep it going. Nah, you don't have to. It's already the momentum. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm doing it just to spite you. Yeah. Did you start this one for girlfriend? No, I, no, I'm sorry. No. no, it just sounds like it. This was uh, I don't even remember where I got this computer. I just feel like. I got this shit like LNY Electronics. I had I had like burned like two hard drives already. Uh-huh. I'm on my third, okay? And I went to LNY and there's this lady, I, I forgot her name. I don't know if it's Miss Lee or Miss Kim. I'm not gonna speculate. I'm sure, you know, the Asian lady and she just like hooked me up with this joint in my room, 56k modem. I'm on AIM Messenger. My man Jared Pettigrew hits me up like, son, no, you need to hear this right now. Yeah. And it was on from there. Slipped into the 3-6 Mafia playlist. This, like, this band was, like, after I had kind of moved past emo into the bold new horizons of finished death metal. You know, like, I, uh, 
you made it. That means you finished. But music. all my friends love this band, and like I, uh, my my friend did a very heartfelt cover of the song, the the silent things that no one knows or something. Emo like that. song titles. I. Yeah, all their song titles are like a sentence. One of them. It's a sentence fragment that has only to do with one half a lyric in the song. You or in the case of this band, it'll be like the like a line from a movie. Uh, like they have a song called I Believe You But My Tommy Gun Don't, which is a reference to the film Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Because <laughs> you wanna need you wanna check the good ones, right? They also have they have another song that's like a Wes Anderson reference. It's just like fuck you guys. Like we don't like, tell us what you tell us who you are. Don't tell us. This they was on being on West Anderson before it got corny though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. While West Anderson was still making the shit, that now motherfuckers are like, oh, it's so iconic. This was like, nah, 2003. That's what I'm saying. People are still annoying as hell about West Anderson. Oh yeah. Today, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just it's uh it's like. It's it's just it's the same sort of thing where like if you read like someone's terrible fiction and like all of the descriptions of characters are like lists of things that they like, you know, like like the, like it's not like a character trait that you're like a Boston Red Sox fan or something like that, <laughs> but they just have to throw these things in there. Like I have an identity. It's like the same reason I put bumper stickers on my snowboard when I was in the set like seventh or eighth grade. You know what, what I mean? You learned a few chords. You know, and judge your hair up, you could have done it big. Take the bumper card, you see what I'm saying? Why not be the why not be that Take lame the bumper kid? Card, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I meant bumper stickers, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, just take that shit and just be the corny kid at the fucking sound stage. Why not be at the warp tour side stage with your hair gelled up, Twitty? Let's just do that shit, man. Let's just all just be Wait, emo hang again. On a second. Let's go back. Can we back up? Nah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I not just... repeating any of that. No. <laughs> Let's do now. Nah. Okay. All right. So this next song, uh, this is kind of a shift in tone, and uh, I'll tell you how I feel about this in a bit. Can you turn me up in my monitor? <laughs> I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> oh, this is the one. Oh man, it's just, like I feel so relaxed right now. It only took like eight seconds of that song. This is uh, this is DeBarge with I like it. From the album All This Love, which came out in 1982. All This Love is another great song you should look up on your own time. <laughs> Peaked at number 31 on the Billboard Hot 100. This is a band consisting of Randy, Mark, and L. DeBarge. <laughs> and like some other people. This kid had a hit and a half as well. Had a little one. I think he did one with like, like Joe or some shit. Well, how old were you when you were into this song? <sighs> this was senior year. <laughs> Dude, 
I used to listen to uh, like Magic 102.3 or like 96. One of the two, in and out. Just hanging out with my mom all the time. On a scale? be on the regular. Okay. And I'm moving my car one day before a game. Just like, you just changed. About to get ready for this game. Haven't stretched or anything yet. Yeah. Let me go move my car to the driver's ed lot. You know what I'm saying? And this shit came on. And I was like, fuck it. I just listened to the whole song. Like, it, it hit me. <laughs> And then I went out and had the game of my life. <laughs> Best game of my life! I want to see this montage! <laughs> Nigga, game of my life! You hear me? But what were you saying? Stonewall Jackson had two D1 running backs, okay? Okay. Niggas, Stunts wasn't even trying to give me no time. First off, I'm only in because EB got hurt. Uh, oh, man, I know. Two I games in the senior year. Yeah. We got Stonewall. Chris Garrett and uh, what's your boy's name? He plays for uh, Arizona now. You know what I'm talking about? My friend Ivan's in the crowd. He plays in the Beanie yeah. Wells? Not Beanie Wells. Richard Mendenhall? Not Mendenhall. Uh, uh, oh, Andre Ellington? Not Andre Ellington. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> uh, Play for the Cardinals. Carson Palmer. Running back for the Cardinals recently. I can't remember his name. All right. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I'm going to Wikipedia this Wiki, later. Wiki, I'm going to Wiki this right. while I fucking think about it. Well, anyway, just both of these niggas went D1. Homie went to the league. Whatever. We're playing them for their homecoming. Uh-huh. I went out, I don't know, had like six tackles, couple in the backfield, half a sack. Nice. It was their homecoming. We put up 52 on these niggas, man. And I was like, the barge is it. I don't <laughs> I seriously want to see a montage of that game set to this song. It was amazing. I think I had a vocal recovery as well. Just might have, might have snuck one of them in there. Oh, how much of this is left? Because oh god, it gets so good at the end. It gets so real at the end. I wish I had a Jerry Crow for y'all. Now I gotta look up Cardinals running backs. I was already wrong about Grant Hill. Now I gotta look Wait. up more shit out right, of right. right. for real. Just do that while we let this happen right here. <laughs> and we'll go seamlessly into the next song. This is always my favorite thing about R&B music. It's like, this guy could be saying anything at all right So this next song, <laughs> another locker room classic. This was more, um, actually, first time I heard this shit was on the and one mixtape, uh, volume three. You could get the VHS at uh, Foot Action with any purchase. You feel me? You go in there, get the shoe cleaner. Who gives a fuck if I need shoes clean? I need that damn tape. Volume 3, this is when Hot Sauce came out. This is the best fucking team. Period. And this song, 
is everything. So this is uh, Snoop Dogg with Set It Off. Uh, this is off the album The T.H.A. Last Meal in 2000. Uh, this album hit number one on the Billboard R&B and Hip Hop albums. And it is F.E.A.T. dot M.C. Ren, The Lady of Rage, Ice Cube. You may know from Are We Done Yet? And uh, whatever else. Lady of Rage. Daycare. Lady of Rage was on two seasons of the Steve Harvey show. Are you kidding me? And she wraps her ass off on this joint, man. So, so I'm listening to this shit just, I had the tape on my own at my house, listening to it every day, loved it. I come into school the next year, and it's uh, like two a day is here for football, right? And I don't know anybody, upperclassmen, I'm there, like, one of 12 freshmen, I just showed up. It was voluntary for freshmen. Uh-huh. I'm like, one of like 12 freshmen that show up to two a days. they're playing this shit in the locker room, and like, I was like, too intimidated to even say I enjoyed the song. Like, I love this song, and I just... I didn't even finish the lead, the list of featuring artists. Like that is just listen to Lady of Rage. You don't need to know anything else. Lady of Rage. Oh my god. Nate Dogg and Corrupt as well. Just look up the A1 mixtape. If nothing else, if you take nothing else from coming to this program, just Google A1 mixtape volume three. Just Google it once. If you want to look up like. Mixtape value free bloopers. The bloopers might be good too. I never checked out the bloopers, but whatever. Just Google it. Oh, you could let me say fuck all, y'all. <laughs> Wait, is it gonna do it right as I hit play? It was just in time. <laughs> That was beautiful. Uh, so yeah, this is a, you, you're jamming to this in the locker room. Did it have the same like positive, uplifting effects? Well, I mean, Debar- when I'm hearing it, I mean, no, because uh, when I'm listening to it alone on my VHS, yes. When I'm uh, when I'm 14, walking into a high school locker room for the first time, no. Yeah. I, uh, I thought they were really gonna do what Snoop Dogg was rapping about to me. Oh man, that's funny. That's like like if there was that scene in a movie, I feel like that song would be playing in the background too. Like the when you show up and they're like, "What are you doing here?" Whenever I make belly too, you're supposed to stab someone or act crazy on the first day of football. That way, everyone respects you. Man, I wish I had known that shit at the time. Man, I might be thinking of something else. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know this dude's name, by the way. <laughs> oh, you're still looking for the... I have to, because, no, me and... I mean, that. That was... was a big one. <laughs> what sort of runner was he? You know, was he like a bruiser? Was he like a like a, like a darter? Like a yeah. Barry Sanders he a, type? He was like a little baby Sanders. Oh. I saw him do a little <laughs> tricks. That sounds adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a baby Barry Sanders, like running on your ass? Feel free to name your next cat Baby Sanders. But don't do Baby Barry Sanders, because that's just too much yeah. words, you know, for a cat. But right, it's like... Baby Sanders is good. Yeah, it's like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It's just too two, many words. A little two-tone cat? <laughs> Two-tone? Yeah. What if he's a calico? If I knew what that meant, sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only other kind that I know of. (laughs) 
Well, what you got next, man? Okay. Uh, oh, man, this is another shift in tone. Uh, I don't think this one's a football song. This takes a second to kick in. Yeah, because I don't even remember any of this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if it just stayed like this, like it's just it's just like silverware grooving for like four or five minutes. <laughs> I had steps. Hey, go in the back. Feel free to sing it on your own. You know, it's fine. If I knew anything beyond this song is Copacabana by Barry Manilow. <laughs> it's off his 1978 album, Even Now. And it uh, peaked at number eight on the Billboard Top 40. <laughs> what age were you when you started getting into Manilow? It all happened really all at the same time, for real. 10th uh, mm-hmm. grade, man. 10th grade, dude. That's yeah. when... The inner, that's when I was allowed to be on the computer by myself. <laughs> you know, basically, you know what I'm saying? Did you ever have like one of your heavy... parents walk in on you just manilowing away? <laughs> nah, you know? They, yeah, fortunately, I mean, yeah. I guess, I don't know what they would have thought. I'm pretty sure they thought I was gay anyway. For many years. Like, really? I, just, just, I was just like a whatever kid. I wasn't like dressing up in women's clothes, but I just never had any <laughs> girls. So, it's like, really? Got no like, girls. Because... <laughs> Maybe. Just because some strangers like asked me before my parents ever were like, are you gay? But I mean... I mean, by, I that, by that metric, like, a lot of people are super gay and nice. They might have heard me listening to the shit and they, like, like walk up on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause there's a lot of, like, open areas in the house. That you could easily be listening to me listening to Copacabana and not, and I'm without my knowledge. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hey, Jamal, you playing silverware in there again? Oh! <laughs> Jamal! What? Jamal! Huh? Son, <laughs> your mother and I are worried sick. Don't worry about we it. We haven't it's seen good. you it's in good. like a, a minute and forty-seven seconds. It's good. It's good. I'm asking uh, Stacy to prom right now. Hold on. <laughs> Just give me two seconds. Is that the one with the hair? Yeah, yeah. And baby, the, the, baby hair puppet. Yeah. I like her. Why don't you? Why don't you know more girls like her? And you just want to yell at him like, why don't you find me some bitches then, Dad? You know, parents just don't understand. <laughs> why don't you come with me to the chit center and go get me some chicks, Dad, if you gotta... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Are those bongos? Jamel? <laughs> I have just this seen... song is really long. <laughs> I have just seen Can't Hardly Wait. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, uh, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> this is okay. So this is like I don't know. We were tenth grade. I'm discovering how to uh, find music on the, on the internet, mm-hmm. and uh, also getting no play 
I watched Can't Hardly Wait, and I convinced myself, all right, yeah, Barry Manilow is how you get women. So I came to LimeWire for Mandy. I left on my own with Copacabana. <laughs> it's another one of those weird buy one, get one freeze. Yeah, yeah, but it was all positives, you feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how, how'd that work out? I mean, I, I really didn't, but I enjoy <laughs> Copacabana a lot. Yeah. So I feel I won in the oh, end. Dude, it's, it's infectious. It's like you feel like you're on a beach somewhere. I like I don't know somewhere. where. I don't know which beach specifically Copacabana is supposed to be. Nah, about, you're on Rehoboth. Rehoboth. No sales tax. That's <laughs> Catch me at Harpoon Hannah's. They got a lifeguard who kidnaps you from your job. <laughs> what? Well, That's like a whole ad campaign for Ocean City. There's like a, oh, a guy in a lifeguard outfit. It's like someone's on, someone's on conference call. Like the, Their boss is like, I don't care what, what your kid has to do after school. Get me that report. And then like a lifeguard comes in and like fireman carries her out of there and puts her on a shuttle and she's sent to Ocean City and never heard from again. I mean, the, the last part isn't in the commercial, but I just assume, that's in your own director's I just assume they don't have a return That's in your shuttle. own cut. Yeah. All right, man, that's fine. It's like that part in The Wire where they just drop all the dealers off in the woods, you know? <laughs> all right, this has gotten to have narrower and narrower appeal as I've <laughs> They love the Ocean City stuff, man! They love it! Everybody's been to Secrets, man, you know what I'm saying? Thank goodness for this. Everybody, see? You see? You see, I know how to get them enthused. Promote Ocean City easy. Give everybody free airbrush tees with Power Rangers on. <laughs> they got artists on the boardwalk who will draw a Hitler mustache on you for free. Now that's paper. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I'll bet they would. It's pretty easy to do. Think about it. Okay, this next one is sort of in the same vein, actually. Like, it's a little... I mean... Yeah. This is all just joints for I, but I'm not mad at this either, man. It's the, I mean, come on. It's the hardest wham song, period. <laughs> That's right. It's no it's, question. This is Everything She Wants by Wham. If you come up to me and you say you like Wham, and you're like, wake me up before you go, go. <laughs> I will immediately stop talking to you. Uh, okay. public, I will turn around. I got all excited. Uh, like, will you get your homies? Nah, I think, no. Yeah. I don't know if this is a live version or they just have crowd noise in the I think it might just been, did you just rip it off the, uh, yeah, the yeah. yeah. Just so the video, the video is a live it's them at, I don't know, Wembley or some whatever British shit they was doing. At yeah, the yeah, it's like Wembley or Stonehenge or something. <laughs> one, of them, one of them joints. <laughs> Another song I know nothing about. It's just me. Like, well, first it's just a jam. The '80s is great because, dude, it's songs about being lonely, lonely, right? But they, but they, it's such a groovy loneliness. Yeah, and some of them end up with it's like so a crime of passion too. <laughs> It's, it's funny to look back and listen to this knowing that George Michael's gay. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, 
Well, I think they, didn't people know then too. They were just yeah, like, I mean, but it was just one of those things, you know. It was like you know, when he, he came out, out it was like, on. oh my god. Well, he didn't come out so much as he seduced a man in a restroom, right? Same difference, man. That's you coming out. That you is, yeah. yeah. You are kicking the door off that closet. <laughs> I've had enough of this nonsense. In a public restroom. I've been getting had in restrooms for years. Everybody needs to know I'm the man. <laughs> That I'm balling was, was confusing for a second there. <laughs> yeah, it's because I don't do I don't do a George Michael impression. Yeah. Every impression is just me. That, yeah. Speaking. I feel like if I did a George Michael impression, it would just be really offensive. Anyway, this dude, this song is about having a girl who takes you for granted, and I'm 15. Having never been taken for granted. <laughs> when I'm thinking about the song, I'm thinking about people cheating on my homework. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm related to. Yeah, but this is like <laughs> they're not getting very explicit. I don't know, like I don't know what any of these were. Like just that bass line has just hypnotized me. Hey, dude, you could jam. You could do a two-step to this. Yeah. They're whatever. They're just synthing me into the ground or anything. And like the crowd noise is infectious. It's like they're enjoying it. Why? Well, I better get on board, or I'm gonna get run over by this steam train. Yeah. Oh, just alone in the basement playing like PlayStation. What? What were your, What were your games at that point? Like, what were you playing to this song? Like, Street Fighter from day one. I mean, three. I had Street. I had gotten a Street Fighter bootleg like, from the barber shop. Barbershop had Street Fighter 3 on bootleg. Another late-ass white comedian just walked into the room. That's why I love comedy, because white people are late now. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, that's what I take from it the most. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still like picturing you frustrated, like, Damn it, Zangief! While this is in the background. Like, yeah, no, definitely. You know, this is like, uh... That one may cry a lot too. Oh, okay. That was a joint. Yeah, you, you're like murdering monsters and stuff. Yeah. This is really like puppet demons. This is while I'm listening to uh, this is super mellow dance well. music for like yeah. And I've been getting down like that ever since. Like man. you just picture people dancing to it like this, just like. I think it's pretty warm. Just like doing one of these, like a bad uh, gif. Yeah, the, the white guy EDM yeah. two-step is what I call that. Yeah. Every white guy at every EDM party has the same two-step. And yeah, I mean, I understand you're doing it because you have to. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I fully, you know, what know I'm, I'm not going to get in any like, white guy's is, face for trying. Yeah, it is way better than, like, the shouldery thing that I instinctually do in these circumstances. Like, I'm all shoulders. Yeah. Everything I do is shoulders. It's like, you want, you want me to look even pointier? Like, I can do that. <laughs> Just rotate like a goddamn human salad shooter. I'm imagining you twisting through a party like the A in YMCA, like you've got your hands up. <laughs> I was thinking like Shockwave from Transformers 3. Oh shit, that was a little too deep for you, for me. You know? I missed the album. <laughs> or that machine that burrows to the core in the core. <laughs> Same difference, you know what I'm saying? You just changed the angle on mm -hmm. my original concept. Yeah. I guess that's true. Except uh, mine has an imaginary metal in it. 
You should probably just put it in there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been a long enough night to justify this. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm just been. This is uh, getting getting faded in front of strangers. It feels like I'm like a, yeah. you know like a PSA. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's like uh, the the lifespan of this podcast is the same as like the the way that all drugs work. It's just like at the beginning, it's great, and then it just sort of fades as it goes along. I'm imagining us having this conversation focus. at a go-go for real. Like if we, if me and Twitty, uh, me and Twitty at like Fast Eddie's or like Mad Chef or something, some VA from way back in the day. This song is Shake It Out by Raw Image, and this is a new one for Sadness Town because Wikipedia doesn't know who the fuck this band is. And they never will! And they never will, David Twitty. You wanna know why? Because we got our shit locked down like that, man. Nobody's getting falsified on MySpace out here. You hear me? It's not gonna be any porn bots. Raw Image is the greatest. Actually, not. Backyard is the greatest. I mean, I don't know. I was doing a weird social networking thing there. I was okay. on a tangent that I knew wasn't going to make any sense. Sometimes I just say No, It's just ever. Always forward. Never behind. True. Does anybody in this room know the song? I, th- I, I know Ben and Ivan. Has anybody else ever heard the song before? Fantastic. That's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, yeah, it's like a guy saying a thing over and over again while like some funky ass drums happen in the background. Yeah, cause making songs is not that hard. Like this song is how, how long is this? It's it's pretty long. It's like uh, five and a half minutes, and this is the short version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is some YouTube shit. Yeah, this is almost six minutes long, and it could be like like I just picture this for three hours, and that's a concert. Like it's just. Just keep going. Like, it doesn't lose momentum or anything. You're not like, where's the hook? It's just like, well, there you go. I mean, what's the difference between that and going to the white guy two-step EDM party (laughs) where you don't know none of them songs neither and the lyrics don't mean shit? You ought to know that I'm not not advocating that behavior either. Fish is in town tonight. Can't believe you're missing them. When are you going to get another chance to see fish? Oh, I don't know. Any time that a music festival ever happens? Once again, me and Twiny at a cookout having this conversation while raw images on stage fucking yeah. laughing. Uh, it'd be amazing. I had to put one, I had to have a go-go slap reserve. And this is honestly the one song I can honestly say that I love and I didn't listen to it with anybody. It's like, just a weird thing in my head. Like, all right, you live in the DMV area. Go-Go was assumed. He's black, you're in high school. Uh-huh. It's assumed. I love Go-Go. But I was always like, I put myself out there like I was an old school guy. What? So like, I was like, I don't like the new shit. Everybody, you have to concede Backyard is the best. But I always felt like I wasn't hood enough to really say I enjoyed Raw Image. I didn't digest a single word. <laughs> I what just said you, this is like, the only time what, that'll ever be. What would you say? Nobody's ever gonna talk about. What like go go What differentiates go go music from like say another kind of music? <laughs> well, any other kind of music here. Any other kind of music people outside of DC have listened to it and enjoyed it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So this is. 
Except, except New York. Exception for New York, because there's like some like 80s, like old school, like when the butt came out and then Salt and Pepper and like Kid and Play. Somebody else was doing some go go shit in the 80s, like back in the day. Hola, hola, eh. That was some go go shit they did, man. So they were, those guys were like in the 80s, they were like looking at Fugazi and going, what a bunch of fucking sellouts. Yeah. Like people haven't heard of them other places. I mean, nah. I don't know. Don't lose just It's never gonna I make it out. Doubt it's that never it was gonna the make same it out. Nah, it's a completely different thing, man. No zines. There's no go-go zines. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was. <laughs> at, at this point, there has to be a podcast, though. Probably. It's like a guy on the roof of a building. There's a radio station. Uh, there's like an internet radio station. I can't think of what it's called right now. PA Palace. Okay. PA Palace has like a bunch of old shit you can download. So they just play Dogo all day. All what day. is this like? Stream. But it's like old school. Like you could tell they made it on like a Netscape browser. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> shit hasn't been updated. Right. Since like oh four. Yeah, they have like an Alta Vista link somewhere for no reason. <laughs> Uh, so like, how did you how did you connect with this? Like how like this specifically? This specifically, like I was saying, okay, go go music is some DC specific shit, okay, already. Yeah. But then there's different kinds within the two. Everybody's like, oh, just shit just sounds no, like I mean, pots like, and pounds. I mean, pots like, and pans. Legitimate, like uh, logistically, like how did this land in your head? This is how this, I'm telling you. I was like, I. Eight songs mm-hmm. that I listened to in high school, and I listened to alone. I have to have a go-go song, but what the fuck? You listen to go-go. But did, no, but did you have like a go-go guy who's like, check this shit out? Like, oh, like, dude, yeah, this okay. dude, Tape Man, the dude at the barbershop, this dude, Tape Man. <laughs> this think is about, the first time you've mentioned this guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, think about Tape Man. It's this long, and because I've been yes. drinking beer and yeah. you know things, and you forget about you forget about the tape man. Yeah, no, it's so tape man. Some motherfuckers act like they forgot about tape man. Tape man. A lot of a lot of uh, folks in urban areas all have a man similar to tape man. I don't know what your man is called. I refer to him generally as the bootleg fairy. There's a man that will appear at your gas station or when you're getting a haircut. That will just have bootleg DVDs and CDs and possibly video games. I got a bootleg copy of Street Fighter 3 on Dreamcast from fucking Tape Man. You hear me? All right, all right. Tape Man. I'm sorry to have disrespected Tape Man. And matter of fact, Tape Man gave that CD to my dad. And my dad was like, oh, this raw image shit is too fucking wrong. (laughs) Did everyone know him in Woodbridge growing up? Everybody knows Tape Man on the Eastern Seaboard. (laughs) Tape Man, I have spotted Tape Man in Arlington. I I have spotted Tape Man in Woodbridge. At every barbershop in Woodbridge, there are four. I have spotted them at all of them, and the shell, the good shell that sells all the blunts and stuff. I have seen him there. My boy has seen him in Norfolk, just walking across 64. Just walking across the bridge. And he's like, Tate Man? And Tate Man's like, yeah, yo, let me roll with you. And that's how that went. This is like I'm a Johnny like. Cash song at this point. It's like, they're just like, 
like a story that you'd hear from a grizzled prospector. Like maybe a, I should have wrote a tape man. I yeah. saw a tape man appear in the sky on February third of eighteen o six. It's not too far from the truth. I'm pretty sure Tape Man is 378 years old. <laughs> and when Tape Man die, a constellation appear in the sky above. Tape Man is that kid from that episode of every sitcom that teaches you about drunk driving. Like he becomes the main character's best friend. So Tape Man. And then he like, yeah, hey, where's where's Randy? Shout out to Randy. I don't know why I said Randy. But anyway. I think where's you're gonna Randy? die in this story. Yeah, you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fresh Prince is like, where's Randy at? And then they're like, Randy's been dead for, for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, tape man once arrived at my home. Gave me a, a tape, an audio cassette of a raw image with Shake It Out. Shout out to Raw Image. A song Wikipedia had never even heard of. Also, I feel like Kevin Durant has gone on record saying Raw Image is his favorite band. I think that's somewhere. I think that's somewhere in the files. Is that on Yahoo Sports? It's on Yahoo Sports. Uh, which weird fact is next? I don't know. That was it was like way earlier in the show. Shout out to Tape Man and shout out to uh, <laughs> New York Giants analyst Randy Sidebacks for All coming right. to this party. Well, I just had to do it. I'm sorry. Just just in the uh, interest of having this show end at some point, I'm gonna play this next song. But we're gonna okay. keep talking about Tape Man. Sure, <laughs> you wanna talk about Tape Man? I mean, I don't got much else to say about him, honestly. Where did he come from? Who was his father? Who was his I mother? I don't know. I never got to the bottom of these mysteries. And I haven't seen him in a while. I, I want, but I just assume he's, you know, in somewhere. Might be in Kansas City by now. Is that where he was headed? Like 10 years ago? Yeah. I mean, in my mind, at least how I wanted to go, he is. <laughs> He just walks the the nation's highways forever. I'm telling you, I swear to God, my boy Lazy told me that shit, and I couldn't believe it. Still talk about it to this day. This was like three years ago, honestly. This wasn't yesterday, but he really did. He was like, yo, I saw Tape Man on the bridge. I heard he could change his face. With a bag of tapes, of course. (laughs) He has a bag of tapes. Of course, he's got a duffel bag of just goods. This seriously sounds like a character from like a Greek myth. Like, if you know. As a god, if you're like, if, if you're like, uh, no man, I don't want to see this like underground bum fight from 1983. He's like, he like casts a curse on you. I guess that's just how it is. If you're not from the hood, you don't got a tape, man. If you're not, see, this is what I found out. Okay, when you're from the hood, you got tape, man. When I was going to Forest Park, just my boy, my, my friend from fucking commercial art class, was like, yo, I got all the bootlegs for you. He was looking me up. I think it's just technology, technologic capabilities, really. Uh-huh. That's what led to that. I don't think everybody in the right. had broadband in yeah, 2004, now, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Now everyone has an internet. When you think about it, this is one of the great things about America that's been killed by like the, the technological renaissance in the past 20 years. True. I, I mean, not like not to get all Andy Rooney or whatever. No, nah, <laughs> specifically this shit. I found this out. My boy Tovar, freshman year, he had bought the um, Tovar. Yeah, last name Tovar. Okay. Anyway, uh, he's uh, he bought the the Beastie Boys anthology, the Sounds of Science shit when it came out. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Oh my god, this shit is so hard." 
and then he lets me borrow it. That's how I found out about it. And now that shit is practically fucking worthless. You can get this shit for free. They got it on Spotify. You can listen to it and then have fucking uh, Pornhub on another panel, my man. Like, you, can do, you can do whatever you want. Now. And Grubhub. Get some tandoori chicken while you're at it, man. Oh, yes. Extra bread. Thank you. Treat yourself. Thank you. And uh, text me when you roll up. Fucking text. Don't call me. By the way, this song Don't is... Don't fucking uh, call me. Just be very irate with it. <laughs> In a grub hub. <laughs> Where'd you get this number? It's like you left it on the site. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Do you know Tape Man? <laughs> So this song is three minute warning or three minute rule. Three minute warning was an obscure pro wrestling tag team from the early 2000s. This is three minute rule by the Beastie Boys off the 1989 album Paul's Boutique. The the hipster the hipster fave. I mean, but it is the best one. This is like some of the more violent Beastie Boys. Yeah, that I've they're, heard. they're like, smoking PCP. Yeah, and they're murdering niggas basically. Yeah. That's what these raps are about. Dude. Yeah. Uh, Fucking your girlfriend all in her face. Well, last month, Andy. But it's just kinder because it's 89. Yeah, Andy Klein had like another Beasties track uh, last month. It was Paul Revere, which involves the, like the origin story of how the Beasties first met. And it was like one of them like. Pulls a fucking uh, robbery at a convenience store while, while another one. Which, which one's which, Adam? Uh, MCA. Okay, MCA is robbing the store. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So and he like kills two people with a shotgun, yeah, and then they like yeah. get on a horse and get the hell out of there. And but this is like the only Beasties song that I've heard where they're like calling people bitch and shit. You know? He said, "Yo, I was making records before you were sucking your mother's dick." <laughs> MCA said that on that joint. How did I forget about that? Yeah, I listened to that just earlier today and I was like, oh my god, that happened. Yeah. They seem like such nice kids, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it really. I didn't realize how crazy it was until recently. I was just like, oh, this is a jam. Yeah, I, I didn't realize they were talking about doing Angel Dust and I stuff think they were until, like, like, I don't know, a couple years ago, honestly. Had, I picked it up again at a pawn shop. I was buying CDs at a pawn shop. Yeah. This is my 08, 09 shit. Once I lost track of tape, man, I had to hit the pawn shop. You were... <laughs> Not like a used record store. Nah, pawn shop, bro. Pawn shop is the look. You get the CDs, no cases, $1 a piece. What's up? Get all your soul asylum needs covered. Man, you know. Third Eye Blind, you like that Vertical Horizon shit? Whatever you want. <laughs> Bring it on, yeah, we got you. I just like to think it's all like Pawn Stars, where all they sell is like the, the last burial casket of Tutankhamun and shit like that. You can walk into any pawn, pawn shop in the country and find two four folders of CDs with no cases and a copy of NCAA Football 2003 on Xbox, original Xbox. Every pawn shop in the world. I guarantee it. That was so specific. Have you done studies? Do you have the figures? I've been doing independent census work for uh, a few years now. I don't really like to talk about it. Okay. Uh, what is the least likely thing that you're going to find at a pawn shop? I want to say something gross, but whatever. Uh, stained glass dildos. 
Sounds reasonable. I don't think I've ever seen one of those anywhere. You guys missed the dick line while I was talking about stained glass dildos. I'm sorry. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> you guys doing all right? <laughs> Show's almost over. Get more attended. <laughs> I kind of want to go back to that uh, go-go joint. Mm, really? Can we end the show on that? Yeah. Sure. Let's play out on that. I mean, but that was the last song. That was eight. Yeah. Song's good. It's the drum. Yeah. It's the not. So at some point. Go-Go switched over from Congas to uh, Toms, the Roto-Toms? Yeah. That's what uh, Also, a thing, something that you like about Go-Go, uh, I know you know The Wire pretty good, man. Oh, sure. Slim Charles. Oh, Front yeah. man for Backyard Band, arguably the best band. Best band all time, can't really say that, because motherfuckers been cranking since the 70s, but uh, they were the shit for a while. Like, the 90s Backyard and he, early 2000s back then. He nailed it on the wire, too. Yeah. I saw him. He came to uh This This I conversation just gets... This is how the podcast ends. We just keep getting more arcane. <laughs> until nobody even knows who they are. Appropriate in it to the show, I'm going to just give a shout-out to everybody I know. Because that's go-go songs. You, you, you say a lot of girls look good. You say happy birthday to everybody. You're naming people specifically. Uh-huh. Three, Shout out all your boys. Uh-huh. Shout out every neighborhood you and all your friends are from. So it's like Night Train by James Brown. Yeah. Okay. Kansas City. Shout out to uh, Adam Freeman. Shout out to Zoe. Shout out to Foodie. My man Foodie for coming out. Shout out to Tony's roommate for coming too. I haven't seen you since uh, Silverware Gate. We won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shout out to Mills, Sharice. You know, shout out to Monty. Shout out to Ivan for coming out. IP for coming down. Shout out to Rand. Shout out to Fan Rand. Fan and Randy. Randy Sidefax. Not a Giants advocate. Just a, a man. Just a man trying. I just want to say that about him. Shout out to my uh, lady, Diana Douglas, for coming through the party. Shout out to Nunez. Shout out to uh, Ahmed. Shout out for Ben in the back. I see Ben, you. Uh, I don't know the nigga next to you, but you're good. Shout out to Benji. I see Benji in here. Himmel Stars. Shout out to Natalie McChill for coming through here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody on the stairs. Shout out to uh, Larry Gage Bathtub. Republic for letting us do this shit. Shout out to Lindsay Demi. Demo, I've been calling her Demo for about two weeks. I think we like it. Yeah. So I think we're going to keep that one. Shout out, shout out to the whole DC, man. Hey, I don't give a shit if you moved here because you know, you know what I'm saying? You're making 80K or something. Wherever you, wherever you from, you're here now. And we're out here and we're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't know. I think there's a lot of concentrated brokenness going on in this basement right now. Takes the bus on the regular. Shout out to uh, shout out shout out for the bus for making me late to everything I've ever been to. Shout out for minding your business on the 92. <laughs> hey, just mind your business. <laughs> shout out to that. Shout out to uh, overdrafting your smart trip card. <laughs> Semi regular. Hey, give me one, man. Come on, son. Hey, you know, yeah. Everybody, man, yeah. Everybody, man. Yeah. The fuck? Yes. 
see parking enforcement. You know what I mean? Shout out to you, lady. Come on. Come on. Shout out to Mott, man. Mighty Too Hottie, the fucking slam dunk champion. About to walk upstairs and go pee or something. Yeah. Don't do that shit, man. You fucking go, man. Top one in the slam dunk competition. Top three in the home run derby. Swag on Baron Davis, this guy. This dude just dunks. He just goes out of town and he just puts it behind his head like... And then leaves like, fuck y'all. That's what he did. That's what he did, sir, Marty! Let it be known to all of you, Marty Litwack is the Isaiah Ryder of comedy. Shout out to the whole city, man. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Northwest for, uh, you know, showing me a lot of gentrified love with the shows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, for real, y'all hold it down. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Columbia really Heights do, you know for saying? being a cool-ass neighborhood. Oh, shout out to Columbia Heights. Shout know. out to the clumsy murals on the school across the street Adam's from here. Morgan, man. Shout out to Arlington <laughs> County. Shout out to Arlington County. Shout out to Gunston Middle School. You know what I mean? Shout out to South, the South Side, Kemble yeah. Road. Shout out to Dunbar Homes. Shout out to Woodbridge, Virginia. Shout out to the Omni Ride uh, Metro PM <laughs> schedule. You know what I'm saying? Drop me off at Featherstone. Take the blue line from fucking Frank Coney and get off at RFD. Do four minutes, then immediately get back on the train. Cause the last bus back to Woodbridge is fucking 10:25. Shout out to not knowing whether you're on the yellow or the green line until it's already too late. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Navy Yard. Shout out to Navy Yard for waking niggas up when they fall asleep. I'm awake now. Whoa. Shout out to everybody everywhere, man. Shout out to uh. 24 ounce hard ciders, you feel me? When I come out with the 40s, you're gonna lose it. Yeah, 20 seconds. You niggas been now. waiting. You've been waiting for the hard cider 40s. And shout out to David Twenty for having me on the show. Shout out to Jamel Johnson, who can be found on Twitter at Nonprofit Comic. He does a regular show at the Brixton on U Street called Romaine and Lettuce. When, do you, when can people see you do that? Romaine and Lettuce is at the Brixton every fourth Tuesday every month of your entire life. Romaine and Lettuce is at Wonderland Ballroom the third Friday until you die. The next show is August 15th. Romaine and Lettuce presents Prom 88. Presented to you by Luster Formal Wear. All right, there's almost no way this is going to be out there. Whatever. <laughs> we'll just say it because it happened. Thank you guys for coming out and uh, giving all Shout out to Stevie Hoyer. <laughs> What's up? One more shout out for the people who live in this house, Bathtub Republic. Grossman. I'm in Making this happen. Jason Brandon Nunez and Brandon, everyone else. Brenda of the North Country, so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, you can find you can find uh, episodes of the show online on iTunes at Sadness Town or davidtwighty.com slash sadness town and also there's stand updates and other shit. Remember everybody, nothing is going to be okay. <laughs> sadness Town number one. Woo!